0: I've never been more ready in my entire life to do this right now. Never All right now, right here. That's it, that's it, that's it, that's it. It is a fast fast and furious thursday a throwback thursday a thursday
1: thursday and hopefully a sixers victory thursday
0: it needs to be buddy if uh this is uh d-day for the sixers this is it backs against the proverbial wall and uh you know it's win or go home you gotta get the hell out of here so we'll dive into that. But before we get started, Levman, uh, I know you have some personal news you wanted to share with the listeners out there. Yeah. Maybe a public service announcement, perhaps. Yeah.
1: So I have not been feeling well for a long time. I've uh, been dizzy. Uh, I, have gained, I have lost a lot of weight, you know, and I wasn't meaning to lose it. So I, I didn't know exactly what was happening. Was probably avoiding going to the doctor for a long time. Had my uh, blood levels done last Friday. Uh, My blood sugar level came out at about five times what it should be. Uh, So I am diabetic. And, uh, you know, I sort of knew something was up. I've been going a lot to the bathroom recently, uh, which is one of the signs. I've been drinking a lot. Um, And I have to radically change my life. And I just want to give a message to people out there. Take good care of themselves. Don't eat a lot of fast food like I've done throughout my whole life. Uh, I've kicked, uh, kicked cold turkey soda sugar soda, which is, you know, if you know me, unfortunately, I mean, I'm the guy that went to Coca-Cola World in Atlanta visiting you. And I think I tried 30 di- thirty different flavors. And I, I thought that. That the most, most fun thing was going, trying the different flavors from the parts of the world. It was like tr- being a world traveler at coca-cola world and so i'm you know it's been a very very interesting week um a little light headed at night still but you know i'm i'm hoping to turn it around and be around a lot longer and i and i remember telling you this week i want to be around when we kick this show to espn uh so that would be my goal
0: or cbs or any of the other fox sports any of the other entities out there we're totally open to um the athletic, if you know that that's the direction we we go in. But uh, Levan, I speak on all on behalf of all of our uh, listeners and fans that we support you, and yeah. I think it's fantastic that you uh, are changing things around and you are taking this as the wake up call that it is. Um, so mazel Tov and best wishes to you. It will be a journey. It will, there will be days, and it sucks. And there will be days and you'll get it. And you'll be like, man, I can't believe I used to eat like that. And uh, excited to be with you on this journey as you uh, make for a better life, man. And that's what it's going to be ultimately. And you're going to feel better. You're going to feel healthier. Um, it's amazing the relationship between food and, um, you know, just your mental uh, st- uh, stability and wherewithal. And then physically, obviously, like that relationship between food. And that has to come to me.
1: The exercise, but I've been, I mean, I've been tired for the last couple of years. And yeah. I think I went into a downward spiral this year. I was drinking about 60 ounces of soda a day. Jesus. I mean, i am wow. I'm embarrassed to say that, but there's a reason why I ended up here. And so I'm just going to give a little lesson. I don't want to preach because preaching turns people off. It really does. But if you go to the doctor, go get yourself checked out if you're not feeling well. I mean... That the one interesting thing about COVID is people are forgetting that COVID only touches a small percentage of people. There are people that every day are getting sick with other things, and they're just not paying attention to it. And and that's the one thing we have to remember: people, you know, you got to go get your regular checkups. You got to get your blood work. I had that blood work uh, form sitting there for like three or four months, and my excuse was, "I'm tired. I'm working every day, six days a week," and but let's be honest, part of the reason why I was tired and lagging six days a week was I wasn't healthy. And that's, that's a big deal.
0: Yep. And uh, things happen in momentum shifts. So you're changing your diet. That's great. And then you'll hit the exercise thing when you're ready to do that. But just uh, everything's about momentum. Keep it moving forward. We're all rooting and praying for you, buddy. And we know that you are going to turn it around. So uh, again, just really proud that you, you did what you did and you're doing what you're doing and being proactive about it. And uh, speaking about being proactive, man, yeah, Philadelphia yeah. 76ers backs against what? the wall here. Yep, yep. So I think I, how I you told feeling? you I... feeling? Because tonight is game six, and certainly by the time a lot of people listen to this, game six will have already been decided. But how are you feeling first for game six, and then I guess for the extent of you know, the potential of game seven, or do we start talking uh, Sixers offseason?
1: I'd like to focus today not with the offseason, because I think we can hold that off to next week. Um, I think they're going to win tonight. I mean, they certainly can't play any worse than they did in game five. And I, I think they do win tonight. Um, I, I think, let's be honest. They, they, they played awful. Of, of course the, I guess it was the three time champion warriors played awful last night too. Mm-hmm. So it seems to happen. Unfortunately the warriors were up three one in their series going back home and the Sixers were down and, had all the momentum and just came out and played awful um I don't know why Embiid was so bad I mean he got struck in the face with the ball I guess the Deadman incident with the ball now Bedman mm-hmm. did not strike him in the face I think he hit the ball and the ball hit him and I mean he he looked like he was an in incredible amount of pain um there has been talk that he was upset by the MVP talk Joel Embiid and I saw his interview at after the game and he just looked spent um so I'm you know, I don't know what I think about that. I think he's basically our leader and the Sixers go with Embiid and, you know, he is entitled to have an off game. Um, but, uh, you know, the rest of the team did nothing. Now, you're probably right. Harden did make a couple threes from outside, but I'm just, I'm just was sort of hoping that that would be an example where if Embiid isn't playing his best game, and I know that I think that was he, – he had 17 in the last game. That would have been a game where Harden – what we hoped would be that Harden would take over and and carry the team like he did the game before where he went off for 31 points. But he's a shell of himself. And, um, yeah, that's game five. I mean, that's my insight from game five. I think tonight will be a close game, and I think they'll win. And, unfortunately, since we won't be able to talk until next week, I do think they will probably lose Sunday evening against Miami. I have no faith of this team going into Miami and winning on Sunday night.
0: Yeah, I'm in the same boat. Uh you said a lot of profound things. Certainly as Joel goes, this team goes, this city goes. He has the weight of the city and the team on his shoulders and he carries that with him. And that's what next players do. And unfortunately James Harden has not been able to alleviate that. And I feel like You know, Joel, um, you can usually tell pretty early if he's into it or if he's not into the game. So that's in and of itself is a lot of pressure. It's a lot of work to ask of him, but he's our leader. And so I do believe that game six will be uh, won by the Sixers. I agree with you there. I think James Harden has proven he can no longer carry this team. He had a great, what was it, game three? He played great in game 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 four. Game four. Game four. Game four. Uh, I don't know that I would say he, he necessarily carried us, but he was our best player on that on that uh, evening. So, and then, you know, certainly Tobias and Tyrese. Can you hear me? I can hear you fine, dude. Certainly Tobias and Tyrese were, uh, were, did not contribute much. So, uh, you know, we have that going for us. I agree. I think game six we win tonight in Philly. I think game seven we lose in Miami. I do think it'll be a hard-fought game, but I think we will fall short. Ultimately, what I believe in, what it comes down to in game seven, is that Summer is disagreeing with me. She is in the room, and she is disagreeing. She said, no, Sixers are going to win in seven. This is – okay, the Summer – Summer predicted the Eagles' Super Bowl well before that happened. When when Carson Wentz got hurt, she predicted the Super Bowl, and I I yelled at her. But she is saying that the Sixers are going to win – Game seven in Miami. So, but I think when it comes down to is uh you know, Spolstra versus Rivers in a game seven, I'm taking Spolstra every single time and twice on Sunday.
1: But we've been following basketball for over 40 years, and I, I think we've seen this uh, happen in seven game series all the time, where it's you see the best of best of seven, and you always see that away team go down and in the seventh game. And one of the only times where it worked opposite is when boston when the sixers went up to boston in 82 and beat the celtics in boston i don't know how often that's actually happened it doesn't seem to happen that much um but i mean i guess we can hope i don't think it's going to happen it would certainly be a pleasant surprise if it did happen um yeah
0: yeah um, so you're you're disagreeing with summer all right so i'll no, I relay that i, I
1: think i'm think, um, well i mean Sometimes your your brain works over your head, a brain works over your heart. My heart would tell me, yeah, they would win, but my brain is saying no. And And my brain has got a lot working. Game five should have been a game where they were competitive and they were not competitive at all in game five.
0: Yep. But I think you're right. They can't play worse than they did in game five. At least we don't think so. But, again, based on experience, based on what we saw with the Hawks, Based on um, you know what we've seen, and Joel is beaten up, and but I think he's going to come out uh, with a vengeance tonight. I expect a big game from him and Tyrese. Um, I actually think the Sixers are going to play very well tonight and win this game. And I think seven will go to the Heat in a uh, in a tough tough game. And game seven too. Funny enough, I'm leaving town for this wedding tomorrow and uh, in California. I'm going to California. Oh. Palm Springs. Nothing like the desert. Wow, I like,
1: I like me some Palm Springs. It's a beautiful place. Really? Never been there. Oh, you'll like it.
0: Yeah. Like it. And it's going to be about 104 there uh, over the weekend. So, uh, but anyway, game, the wedding is on a Sunday and game seven is going to be on a Sunday. So I, I may need some, some text updates if I can't I watch it.
1: I think you're looking at a, probably a five o'clock Pacific start time. So
0: Ugh, I think the wedding's at six.
1: Yeah, you're in you're in trouble
0: then. Yeah, I'm in trouble. Uh so <laughs> but uh anyway, so that's uh that's the Sixers and then like you said next week we can sort of get to the off season we can if uh, do off
1: season and of course we don't have a number 1 pick next season. Nope. Um
0: we also won't have any salary cap as presently constructed, but you know maybe Daryl Morey will work some magic and find us a way to get some uh, uh you know some type of um uh salary cap flexibility whether it's moving Tobias and you know obviously I think James Harden is going is coming back
1: he's he will probably be picking I think he'll be picking up the option next yeah. year
0: yeah so um, and then no doubt, uh, interesting to hear I don't know if you heard the Ben Simmons rumors first of all that the team is getting frustrated with him and he's having back surgery and uh Then there was a rumor that uh, the Hawks could be interested if he is, could you imagine if the Nets then trade him to Atlanta?
1: For Uh, a depreciated trade value, even worse probably trade value than they got from the Sixers probably.
0: Right. Yeah. They
1: had a, they had a press interview. Uh, Marks and Steve Nash had their like end of year exit interview and they were talking about Simmons and how, you know, he'll, we are happy to have him and, you know, once he recovers and the, the team chemistry up there in Brooklyn is awful. It's yeah. absolutely awful. And Kyrie wants a five year deal, um, which would pay him quite a bit of money till he's 35. And uh, I mean, you should really, really be worrying about giving a guy who comes into the league at 19 that much money in their 30s. Um, and that's sort of what's happened with Harden. I mean, Harden. That's exactly what's
0: happened with Harden. Yeah, exactly.
1: He's played this is his 13th season. Now that's pretty unbelievable. Cuz yeah. you wouldn't see that back in the 80s until the person was in their mid 30s. He's like 32. He's 13 years in the league and his body's starting to fall apart. And that's right. sort of
0: yeah. And, just- and and you know, Kyrie has missed a lot more games than James Harden has over the course of the years. I mean, say what you will about Harden, but you know, he and hit some of his antics, but overall he's been he's been pretty healthy. Um, you know, I mean, I know he's had the hamstring issues, but, uh, you know, he, he, he was, uh, he played a lot of games earlier in his career. So, um, Do you think with
1: the off season, and I know we're dipping into it a little bit early. Do you think he's possible of changing his ways, changing his diet? Change, I'm talking about changing my diet, changing his exercise regimen. So, cause I had heard that he got into issues with Kevin Durant. Kevin Durant called him out when he came back into training camp because he came in in less than desirable conditions uh, this this previous offseason. I mean, can he turn it around and maybe pull a Chris Paul or is Chris Paul just a completely different soul that wanted to keep
0: on playing? If i had a bit money on it, I, I, I you know, I look at James Harden now and when I look at him, he looks to be in pretty good physical shape. I don't, I don't, see a guy who's overweight and, and he doesn't seem to be laboring up and down the court. He just doesn't seem to have the burst that he used to. He just doesn't seem like his shots are falling. He just doesn't seem like he can get by anyone the, like at will the way he used to be. So is that age, is that injury? You know, I, I, you and I tend to think it's age. I know some people have said it's injury, but look, I, I don't think he's going to go and drastically change. I think he is who he is. Um, you know, Maybe he's going to become a little bit more of a facilitator and his scoring is going to be a bonus, which you get on that. But, you know, the one thing that I will point to is if the Sixers and I, my I just envision them locking him up to a four year deal this summer. And I don't like it. I don't support it, obviously, well, you but should, I think, because I think everything
1: that you're seeing, everything you're seeing should tell you the opposite.
0: Right. And, uh, but what I will say is, if they sign him to a one year deal, if he, or if he opts in, right? Yeah. I think then you have to see the ultimate motivator for James Harden is look, you got to show us what you can do this year and re- revert back to the James Harden who we thought we were, tra- or who a lot of people thought they were trading for, not this guy, but other people thought they were trading for. And you got to do your thing. And you're going to have one year to prove it. That would be a motivated James Harden. But again, I would be very cautious because you wonder, is that just a one-year thing or is this the player, you know? So. Well, you
1: know that he has the potential to do it. And right. So the question is, can he radically, not radically, can he change his game to fit his age, which is the big question. And I mean, I, he, he needs to be able to do it. And, you know, obviously to move salary, you need to move the only existing salary on the team that, could get you anything is Tobias Harris. So yep. everyone else is, you know, that's the thing. All these guys that you're thinking about, you'd like to get rid of them, they're all under contract. I saw your email, your texting exchange with Barry. Uh you were talking about cork Moss, right? I think he's got another two years on this contract, right? I think and you're right. And yeah. uh and Did
0: Danny agree? Green, I
1: thought had another
0: well he has a he has a team option for a second year. But Daniel Green, I will say, has actually been pretty good in this series. Like, he has hit some big shots. Danny Green has been okay. Um, obviously, you know, you have your obvious guys who aren't coming back. I do re- wonder what's going to happen with, like, that Paul Reed. Are they going to trade him? Or are they starting to see some value in him now that he's getting a little bit more uh, consistent playing time? Are they finding some value in him? I mean, uh, you know, he's obviously a guy on a rookie contract. Bassey is a guy who they signed to a three-year deal. Which was uh, an anomaly for a second round pick. Typically, second round picks, I think, sign one year deals, if I'm not mistaken. But he signed a three year deal. And um,
1: they had a problem. They had a problem with the salary cap, if I remember. Because remember, they couldn't sign him for that one year deal for like the longest time. There yeah, were some salary issues that. with the team. So, yeah. Now, my concern, obviously, and I know we we can say this for the offseason, is Shake Milton has just. I don't know what's happened to Shake Milton. I was right. we I had initially envisioned him as the first guard off the bench, and uh, not going forward. And uh, my boy Georgie is, uh, hey,
0: yeah, Jordan Yang has had a much better series, and he he does not look good. And you're right, Shake's also under contract, but I think that's a pretty movable contract. Uh, you know, uh, neither one of those guys are helping you out defensively right now, so. Um, you know, we're going to see, it's going to be an interesting Sixers off season um, and whether that starts tonight or whether that starts Sunday or whether that starts a couple weeks from now, who knows well,
1: whether we, you know, what's interesting is if they win this series, does that make the team not make changes because they made it to the Eastern conference finals, that, that would be a concern actually, because that might, you know, cover some of the deficiencies. Um, and then the other thing is the big, Uh, shoot a drop would be if the Sixers lose Sunday night or tonight, would they fire Doc Rivers? And I sort of think he's gotten a a third year as a result of this series. But you know, sometimes like game five, I mean, I don't know what the heck that was.
0: Right? No, it's a fair question. I think they're going to sign him or keep him on for the simple fact of finances. So he signed a five-year, $8 million a year. And I think they probably don't want to pay out that 24 million over the course of three years and then bring in another coach on top of that. So I think he is definitely going to get another year. Um, Now, whether he opts out, that could be a different story because there are, you know, there were rumblings about Utah, there were rumblings about LA. um, So who knows which direction that could go in. And then there's also rumblings that that there's some, some issues with the team, him and the team. So, um, you know, I, I read that, uh, he has been more critical of James Harden than any coach James Harden has ever had. And I'm fine with that. You know, I'm fine with, we said that we've been, you and I have been pretty consistent with that work. We are fine with coaches who are going to be critical of players because, you know, like just because you're a superstar, you shouldn't get a free pass. You should want to be pushed. So that was
1: one of the knocks. One of the only problems with the players coaches, sometimes you don't do that. So that was one of the concerns. And, If he's calling him out, then that sort of goes against the grain uh, with the with with Rivers, which is that he was a player's coach. He has been, you know, it's interesting with him. I never thought the guy had a testy side to him, but he certainly like in that Toronto series, he certainly felt it a little bit and gotten a little bit nasty. Uh, You know, we're not used to seeing that from him. He's always seemed like a, a jolly go lucky guy. I mean, I guess maybe Clippers fan base was never a real tough fan base to work with. And I mean, the Celtics fan base is tough, but he did give them a championship and ultimately left though. So uh, the Sixers fan base can be tough, but they, we want winners. And, and that also goes for the Flyers and the, and the Eagles and the, uh, and uh, the Phillies. And Nick Sirianni is definitely the most popular head coach in Philadelphia
0: so right now. It's so wild. It's so wild. Well, the Flyers uh, did not win the lottery. In fact, they were the f- fourth worst team and got the fifth pick. So that tells you where the Flyers are. They still don't have a coach. <laughs> There's some big names out there. Um, Barry Trotz, who was the Islanders' former head coach, is out there um, who, who may be someone that the Flyers are looking at. I'd love that if they they signed him. Um, The Eagles' schedule has come out, uh, or it's going to be announced tonight, but we do know that they open against the Detroit Lions on September 11th, and then their second game is a Monday night affair in Washington, and we know that they will be playing Christmas Eve in Dallas. So that much we know, but the schedule officially is released today, tonight. And So there will be Christmas
1: Eve games as well as Christmas games this year, right?
0: Yes yes wow um yeah christmas eve and christmas day so that'll be fun and then um i just read a rumor this is interesting so the eagles and ravens have been were according to adam kaplan who's a pretty well-sourced reporter the eagles and ravens were engaged in trade discussions regarding chuck clark who's a safety for the ravens uh started last year for the ravens and would be a great addition to the eagles he's a player in his i think he's a uh, mid mid to late 20s I think like he's 27 Um, starting caliber safety would automatically start on our team and guess who they we would be sending them in return I'm sure there were other things that are being mentioned
1: Jalen Rager
0: you got it Jalen Rager for Chuck Clark and I'm sure uh, hopefully those discussions are going to heat back up with old old trader Howie at the you know at the helm Um, but that would be interesting
1: a little bit about Howie I just wanted to tell you I saw an episode, an old episode of The Goldbergs, and of course, they they were sporting their Eagles uh, jerseys from the '80s, and yeah. and uh, and they had the you know the original people, the real people were wearing like one guy was wearing a Jaworski jersey, the other was wearing a burgie, So they were playing pickup football with the, the actors on the show, and Mike Quick was the was the uh, the the quarterback for both sides, and Merrill Reese was calling the game, and then at the end they had Howie Roseman and and I forget the guy saying you know given the given the championship to this team and um and then at the end it said congratulations 2017 Super Bowl championship. Yeah uh, that's so cool. So it was uh it was nice. It was nice. It was nice. It was finally felt like Hollywood was giving them their due. I mean, Philadelphia is not just invincible uh you know and rocky. So That's
0: right. That's you they're right. Uh so, anyway, how are you feeling about the Lions opening up against the Lions? Uh,
1: I think that based on uh, Jared Goff being your starting quarterback, you know, you shouldn't have a problem. Probably looks similar to season opener last year with uh, the Falcons. Remember how bad that game ended up being? Yeah. And then we had – we believed, oh, my God, they're going to go win – you know, they could win ne- their next four games. And, of course, they ended up, I think it was uh, one and four and then – or one and five and then yeah. went two and five and you know so streaky
0: streaky odd year last year yeah
1: yeah i think they're you know i think that they're going to be beating their nfc opponents east opponents not because they're so bad but because they're good is is the way that's i look good at man that's
0: a great that's it's great yeah we'll we'll have a look at that next week when it becomes official um i also and saw I do, where the i do week- see
1: them spring with I was going to say, I do see them splitting with the Cowboys this year.
0: Yeah. Well, I mean, it is only May, so it's a little early for us to be making predictions at this point, but we'll see what happens. But they do have a bye week pretty early. I think it's after like week six or week five. I mean, it's pretty early, which I'd rather have it a little later, but it is what it is. And um, they they don't appear to be any of the teams traveling to uh, Mexico or to London. And then there's a game in Germany this year, which is wild. This year, yeah. Um, Phil's still struggling, very up and down. Um, we can hit on them next they week. Did
1: a, they did win a series though.
0: They did win a series. Uh, was that against the Mariners?
1: Yeah. And they're, they're, I think Wheeler's pitching tonight against the Dodgers.
0: Yeah. The Dodgers. I wish I could go see I them in Palm was, Springs. That'd be so much fun to go to Dodger stadium, but.
1: Yeah. You should go one of these days. They, I mean, they, they split that doubleheader on uh, Sunday. I mean, I remember we were talking about last Friday, we were talking about that disastrous loss on Friday, on Thursday night, but they yeah. did win one out of two. Bryce came up with a big home run um, and they, they, they hit the shit out of uh, Max Scherzer. I mean, they, they really sure did. did uh, yeah. I think they put up yeah,
0: they put did. Up 10
1: hits against them.
0: They came up short though, ultimately uh, real quick. I'm heading out on a trip and I have a question, just a random question, because we're going to run out of time actually on Zoom. But uh, my, like, do you believe in buying two questions? Do you believe in buying good luggage or do you just, you're just like, now nah, just get whatever? No, no, no. You just buy whatever. You just buy whatever. Okay.
1: Go to Costco. Oh. Go get a bag of Costco. They all look the same, though. That's the problem. They all yeah. look the same.
0: Yeah, but some I mean, of them
1: have warranties.
0: I, some people have well, matching no, I'm luggage. Saying, How do you feel about matching luggage?
1: I don't really care. But I mean, you, you just got to do something to distinguish it. I mean, do you tie a ribbon on it? Do you tie right. like, you know, yeah, cute little thing? I know, like I think in the past we had gone with Hawaiian shirt tags. Oh, you know, like the nice. tag with you put your name on yeah. comes in like a little Hawaiian shirt. It's not. It's paper. I mean, I right. think it's a paper. Or, right. Yeah. But I mean, this something. like cute a name like tag. That. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you're in Georgia. Maybe like tie on a a luggage tag that's like peach a peach, a peach tree
0: or something. That's right. What? That right. Unfortunately, though, there's a lot of people in Georgia um, who may have that same idea. Peach they tree. tie on the 1973 logo, E I know you're listening. Listen, yeah. we need luggage tags made for the shop. All right, I need to buy some 1973 luggage tags. I guarantee you, we'll be the only two with them, but that'd be a hot seller.
1: And if you're gonna do that, you might as well do uh, like cup holders. You know, like you put around your coffee. Right. Put like 1973 coffee, like mug. You know, like around the coffee mug, something like that.
0: Yeah, I like that. Like the little uh, like paper holders that they give you at Starbucks.
1: Yeah, and keychains. I mean, there's a whole. There's a whole new set of products that you could offer.
0: Right. That's true, man. Air freshener. Wouldn't you like to see your mug on an air freshener? Yeah, I would. I yeah. e get on fun. it. Let's, let's have a marketing meeting. All right. Come on. It's uh, The product and supply line. We got to get that cooking. Anyway, uh, Lev, I hope you have a great weekend. Any big plans? Make it quick.
1: Well, I'm just going to be eat, eating and living a healthy lifestyle.
0: That's what we love to hear, man. Great. Wonderful. We'll eat that, eat, eat all that food uh, and live a healthy lifestyle. And uh, any shout outs before we run? And enjoy your flight, too. Is this an LAX weekend or a different On- airport? We're going to Ontario, California. We're flying in because it was easier to get there, believe it or not. All
1: right. We'll yeah, have we- a nice, safe flight.
0: Thank I've you. never I- been to we Ontario, but since I have it. Been- so it's been a
1: while. Well, I was I was in Vegas. Oh, you haven't flown since COVID. Yeah. Nah, I'll be flying to Phoenix in July. So tell me how it goes, because that sucked. Um,
0: tell you right how it goes. Story. What the hell do you want me to tell you? When you're going you're well, going no, in July. What what do you want like, me to tell was you? in the airport. The scenery was, was the nice airport? up there.
1: No, was the airport all right? I mean, was there were they strict with everything? And
0: wait, are you going through Atlanta?
1: No, so I guess it wouldn't be useful.
0: What the hell are you talking about, Lev?
1: I, I, like, I like Atlanta Airport, though. I, I, I spent quite a, quite a few hours there.
0: It's not bad. I, 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 uh, I think it's pretty good for how massive and how many people go through there. I think they do a pretty good job. So speaking I of a good an job, another good job, my yeah. man. Were you saying something?
1: No, I had an interesting experience with an Atlanta a police officer at the airport who was just a complete asshole. Uh, and in no way is a reflection of Atlanta police officers, but I had a car rental, and I was going in, like I couldn't find where the darn car rental went back there, and he was nasty to me at first because I couldn't seem to follow his directions, so. All
0: right. Well, that was quite a story to finish us off today. <laughs> Quick show. Go Sixers. Hopefully you can make it out of the second round. That would be nice. Yep. One thing is true, we'll see you next week. Have a nice weekend, folks. Have a good week, everyone.